Sheesh. Episode three of the No Boundaries back with Alexander Babanin, James Frawley. And let's let's just start off with by saying my boy Frawley's here. He's put on put on some fashion statement here. He's he's stepped it up a lot for episode three. You know, we're really out here and I'm excited to uh, <laughs> I'm really excited to get this going. How are we, fellas? Loving it, loving it. Boys, it's good to be back. It's good to be back in the studs. In the studs, it's like, you know, just repping the shit. Repping the shit. Second nature for us now. I feel like we're dabbling. We're dabbling. We're new like, positions. We'll find though. our ways. New positions. I'm next to Frawls. Don't know. I'm gonna keep a straight face there yeah. for the entire fucking fucking episode, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, a couple upgrades. Frawls bringing in. <laughs> little Tessie. Little Tessie. Shout yeah. out to Tequila. Oh. Tesla Tequila. Hundred percent. Shout out to Shout out Jimby. Shout out Jimby. Shout out to Tesla Tequila. Hundred percent. Double shout that next time. Electricity. The way moving forward. But um, we're just excited to be back, and um, let's just keep this going. 100%. I mean, over the last like week since we posted that episode two, you guys really kind of like turned it on with the support in the sense of like, we, we hit like seventh, I think it was. We cracked like top 200 for Australian podcasts also. So not just sport podcasts in general. I mean, like, wh- where are we going with this boy? Where are we going? <laughs> right. Could we getting sneaky? Right. Where the bag at though? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> that's an early car for sure. <laughs> nah, it's good. No, nah, honestly... Um, you know, just going over it all, seeing everyone's support, you know, comments. I don't know, it just kind of makes you feel like you're doing something right. Like, I feel like, you know, we're touching on something that, like, you know, maybe, you know, people can, like, relate to. I feel like that's the biggest thing for me. 100%. I think people can see we've been friends for a long time. Like, yeah, the chemistry. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Chemistry, but I feel like when I'm waking up in the morning, like, the first things on my mind, like, no boundary. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, I'm not even brushing my teeth some nights. Like, I'm not showering. I think, I'm I just, think... like, getting to the, get the, lap, get the lap, laptop with Babs, like, thinking about ideas. I think it's yeah, like I'm kind of like poking my head, like you know you're still sleeping, and I'm like poking my head. I'm like no batteries. <laughs> I'm like what are we doing? <laughs> All right, boys. We yeah. got an episode. We got an episode today for everyone. We got an episode for sure. I can we start with the headlines recently? Nick's made some headlines with his um, we've comments. D- we've dabbled. We've dabbled. Which have maybe been taken out of context, but um, Nick, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I always think controversial is good. Um, you know, I was speaking to Babs about this today. Like, I think bad media is bad media, but something that's controversial where you got. Some of the people agreeing and some of the people not agreeing. I think that's what the world needs. Yeah. I think it keeps them interested. As you guys know, I posted that video on my Instagram to clear everything up mm. because you guys know, like tennis is a massive part of our lives. Like I've sacrificed a lot. I live for it. Yeah. To say that I want my favorite tournament canceled isn't what I actually meant, even though that little small snippet and you see us, you know, I'm eating my dinner, I'm watching the seven news and I'm seeing myself and I'm like, there he is. <laughs> what did it sound like exactly? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Kyrgios <laughs> claiming that he wants the Australian Open cancelled. <laughs> Kyrgios so seeming to be a bit loose on nights out. It will never end. <laughs> More news at eight. Seen in uh, seen laughing too loud with his friend. Yeah, I mean, that was just that's the media for you though. You yeah. know, we've all seen it over the last couple of years we'll with anything. You know, I, I mean, I don't really care about it anymore. I think earlier on in my career when something that I did got taken out of context, I took it too personally. Yeah, for sure. And you know, with the media, the bigger the, the bigger the story, the bigger the paycheck for them. You know, they're just squirrels trying to find nuts. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> but, uh, that's the next headline. Um, oh, but, the next headline. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we're not uh, good Headlines everywhere, mate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> first question, break the ice a little bit. On the WTA tour, who would you go to dinner with? I mean, I don't think I'm going to go first. I feel like everyone would be like hanging on like, you know, their cliff's edge waiting for Kiggs as this, you know, answer for this one. But well. Wait. Leave kicks last then. Leave kicks oh, yeah, last. Yeah, yeah, you guys, last. you guys, you guys, tell me. Like, I feel like you guys might have a different answer, but I don't know. We'll see. 
Where you at, Babs? Where you at? I mean, there's a few there. There's a few there that I'll probably dabble with, but yeah. I think, like, for me, probably, I think I'd have to lean a little bit towards Jeannie. Sheesh. A little Jeannie Bouchard. I mean, Shout I feel out. like a bit, bit of a fan favourite for most people, but I had a little bit to do with her intensive training at Melbourne Park during Australian Open few t- a few years. We're a little chemistry, so I'm just oh, I mean, you can see where it goes from there. That was, the, that was Australian Open. I think he texted me one time. I was wondering what he was up to. I was like, <laughs> what's he up to? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good fun. No, she's uh, cool. Um, I'd probably say Jeannie. To be honest, mate, you stole my answer. Ooh. But um, we can fight. We can fight over if you like. Maybe we'll bring her on. Bring yeah, her we'll, on. we'll see like who she chooses. I mean, I'm game. Possibly. I'm game for that. Ooh, <laughs> wait, who will she shout choose? Out Jeannie. Uh, shout, shout, out, shout, out the, shout out to the six, baby. <laughs> Cut it, baby. <laughs> shout out to the fucking. Is she six. from like Toronto or? Yeah, I think she's from Toronto, Toronto or something. <sighs> you know, well. I mean, there's no no hiding it. I've got fingerprints all over the WTA tour. I'm just not for real. But um, you know, oh got a lot God. of friends. I got a lot of friends. Get along with them well, and um, you know, I get along with WTA tour very very well. Um, but if I had to go to dinner with one, and I think surprise you know, us, kick surprise us. Um, I've got a lot of chemistry with. I th- I would say Venus Williams. I played mixed doubles with her at um at Wimbledon, and I don't know she's really nice. You know, I've spent a lot of time with her. She likes everything that I like. Loves NBA. Yeah, yeah. Just a re- she's actually just a real person, and it's so much fun. She's a legend of the game too. Seemed like you had a fair bit of chemistry, like on yeah. court. Like I saw a little, I saw some snippets. Oh, you posted someone on IG, and I was like, Damn, yeah, I was like, vibe I, was, I was like, oh, Connie, <laughs> let him go. But um, yeah, and I'd say whew, I don't know who else. I mean, doing two picks, he's got. So, oh, so you're taking no, two. No, go, another pick. Oh, you're another taking pick. two. Oh, just, just give me the Williams sisters, baby. You really ain't mucking around, do you? <laughs> no, I, I, I'll take Venus. I'll take Venus. Talking about media headlines and spotlight and stuff like that. Tell us about, like, when was it you got, like, really cracked onto the tour and 2014. Got into the spotlight? 2014. How old were you then? Like, 18? 18, but yeah. just turning 19. Tell us, like, for us and what it's like to the people, like, to become famous at a pretty young age. After it almost happened, because I was playing qualifying of a Challengers event. And um, uh, that was the this lead was up. in America, no? No, um, oh. the week before Wimbledon, right. they have um, a challenger. If you win it, you get a wild card into Wimbledon. Yeah. And I forgot to enter. And, you know, I had to play qualities, three rounds of qualities, ended up winning the tournament, got a wild card. Yeah. Made quarterfinals, beat Rafa, the big run. And then I came back to Canberra. And for two weeks after that, my life was just so different. You know, it was, I had people camping outside my house. Humble roots, you know, <laughs> you, you all eat there, you all shower there. Like, we do other things there too. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, we, we was, spent some time at Fifty Exactly, and you got you know reporters camping outside my house for days, and since that moment, my life was never the same. And obviously, the controversial path, like the path that I've had as an athlete, definitely hasn't killed that. It's almost added to it. But um, yeah. there's definitely pros and cons, and many. There's many pros and cons. And you know, let's 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 just stay with the pros on, on nights out. Yeah, you, know, you guys have you guys have. Well, we've dabbled with that for all. I mean those closest to you you certainly experienced that i mean it can go from anything from like you know super nice people that just like want to show love and like get around that and like i feel like that's the most genuine thing and that's yep. that's the biggest pro for it i think the, the con for the side of things is when people kind of like i think they like they hold because they're like a big supporter either that or you know they're you know not the biggest supporter not always in your corner they can take a little bit you know a side of you know, clinging around for too long, like, you know, if, if they haven't got, like, what they wanted from you. Yeah. I feel like that's a big one, like, and I think it just makes, you know, everyone around, like, a little, like, I don't know. Edgy. Edgy, and yeah, a bit anxious. And yeah. I think that's, like, the thing that, like, kind of, like, t- 
ruins it a little bit because it, it should just be a bunch of cons. Uh, sorry, a, a bunch of pros. Yeah. It shouldn't be like, you shouldn't be listing cons about being, you know, being successful, you know? Well, yeah, I well, feel like. I mean, with like all famous people, you know, there's going to be a level of jealousy or yeah, sure. whatever it is. As you said, people are trying to get what they can out of it. They you, see yeah. you as like, you know, a target. A target, exactly. Yeah. So they're not even seeing you as a person anymore. That's the wrong thing exactly. about it. It's like, oh, I think the worst thing about it that I can kind of like, you know, give to those out there listening is like, you know, when you're coming up to someone and, and you're seeing like this person like as a celebrity or what an image or whatever, like be human too. Like, you know, like, hey, how are you? Like big fan, hope you're having a great night. Is it okay if I get a photo with you? Yeah. Like, is that fine? Like that I can interrupt your night. I feel like people cross the line when they, where they're just like photo. Yeah. And like, that's when like, you know, problems arise for everyone involved. Definitely. And I, I couldn't agree more. Like when I'm the amount of times of, you know, halfway through a meal at dinner or yeah, bro. something like that. And that's where, it, you know, the line, the line gets blurred. Obviously it's part and parcel with the, you know, what like field you're in yeah. and like what we're trying to be into. Yeah. Obviously we're sitting here in a podcast. Like we want people to listen. We want people to enjoy it and stuff like that and like get around it. Um, but like, yeah, I just feel like people need to like be a bit more conscious of that. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, some of the stuff Kicks does on court gets taken like a lot out of context. For like, sure. I mean, really, you know, smashing some rackets on the court. Not like, just Kicks. Don't though. get me wrong, I'm not condoning no, everything no, no. that happened. Yeah. No, 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 no. 100%. We never do. On the court, we never but do. We never do. Like smashing rackets, swearing, like it's not the best, but... Well, of course, you got like, I mean, you got NRL players and AFL players, you know, getting into general, like general crimes. Yes. And doing things that are yes. not as, you know, you would look at that and say it's, you know, disgusting behavior, whatnot. But then because I feel tennis, you know, all the cameras on you on that one person, whether it's a swear word or a cracked racket, it will, it's generally a bigger sport, gets televised and it's wrong. It's all wrong, but it just comes down to perspective. Like, what would you prefer? I feel like the perspective on tennis is heavily like... Gentleman's what, sport. Gentleman's sport that yeah. like, you don't say boo, like, yeah. you know, obviously not how Federer was when he was really young, yeah. but how he's acted, you know, for the past 15 years on tour. I think that's like literally how you would, you know, envision tennis being held, no? Yeah. Like the picturesque, like, you know, dressing really appropriately, you know, n not really living, going too far outside of that norm, I guess, in that sense, you know? I, okay. wanna, I wanna go yeah. back quickly to like Keeg's being famous now. Yes. Do you feel like it's changed you? Probably has, but has it changed you for better or worse? And then I want to hear Babs's. Um, I've I feel like I mean I've from where I was at eighteen to now twenty six, I feel like I've matured a lot and I've seen a lot of um things being who I am. And I feel like I can read a room very well from like, you know, every time I walk into a room, obviously everyone's kind of focused on on me and, mm. and you know, I can sense what people's agendas are or, you know, what their intentions are, including the ladies. <laughs> um, Wait, but, we, don't, we don't leave them out, babe. We don't leave them out. Um, We're out, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're out, babe. But, <laughs> but um, like, I've, I know how to put myself in other people's shoes very well now and I've matured a lot since I was 18. Um, but, like, pros and cons, like, for instance... You know what I can do with my platform now, and I feel like this podcast is now a platform to help others listening yeah, with sure. you know dealing with anxiety, like we did last episode, yeah, heavy. or you know just life experience with you guys. Like we're now using a platform to help others, yeah, and also have a bit of fun with it, yeah. Um, I'd like know, to, I'd like to think we're having a bit of fun, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then you know when we go out, we may not have to wait in line to go to places. You know, we're extremely lucky for that because people That's a big be waiting pro. for two hours, and you know you get into places, you dine in beautiful places around the world. And whatnot, but at the same time, like I have to worry about when I where I park my car, yeah. 
you know, it's, it's been keyed a bunch. Especially being in Canberra, like everyone kind of knows what you drive. Definitely. Like, you know, they see you around. He does drive a green Tesla, yeah. but anyway. Yeah. It's like, come get me, baby. <laughs> Not exactly undercover. Where they are, mate? <laughs> I, I do wish there was an off switch for it at times. It does get exhausting. Um, you know, like it's not, you know, especially because we all have bad days. We all wake up on the wrong side of the bed sometimes. Sometimes I don't feel like interacting and I may be ruder, maybe too rude to people sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'm just having a frustrating day. I could be dealing with family problems yeah. or anything. Relationship. And people don't, you know, un relationship problems. People don't really understand that. They just think, oh, he's a tennis player. He's got that. So he's got to act a certain way. Give sometimes me, I don't. The, his tennis player, his famous, give me that photo. Correct. Like, and, end of story. That's all they look at. And you guys have been there when I'm like literally telling people to fuck off. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, go oh, fuck off. Like yeah. get, get away from me. And then that's a ripple effect. They go tell someone, they tell someone. And then it comes back to me that I'm a bad person. When but in reality, they don't tell the full story of exactly. what actually happened. They've just shoved the phone in your face. Correct. Flashlights all around. Give me that photo, baby. Like there needs to be more respect, I think. Just bottom line across like how you treat, not just athletes though, just celebrities in general. Like, I actually listened to a, a um, Joe Rogan podcast and he was interviewing Kevin Hart. He, had a little, he touched on this a little bit. He kind of just said like, you know, he wished more people would actually stop asking for photos more and just enjoy the moment actually conversing with another human Dude, in the world, talk. you know, like as opposed to just being like, yo, what up? Like, and just posting for the gram. But that's, that's a big, like we live in a generation where like say concerts or we go to a fun thing and people just want to take pictures and remember that they were there rather than actually enjoy the moment. Yeah. Like they'd rather read about it the next day and not actually then, be there in the moment. Yes. It's and an issue. Thing. It's, it's an, an epidemic issue. in that sense. I keep saying the word epidemic every party, but I'm going to keep doing <laughs> yeah. it. It's true, bro. It's epidemic, like, bro. It's sad. But I mean, every, I feel like the biggest thing that I struggled with was being under the spotlight and having so much, what you call fame. When I was having general problems that normal people or people that didn't have so many eyes on them were dealing with, it just gets amplified times 20. Because I have to deal with, I have to try and carry myself every time I go to a supermarket oh. or through the mall, like a certain way where it's just fucking exhausting. Whilst things are also going wrong for you, either or right for you, Correct. you don't know, on a tennis court or yeah. even off the court, you know, you still got to handle yourself, you know, knowing that all eyes are on you in that regard, for sure. Like, like, like an example, like I'll be at dinner, like maybe having a beer with you guys. Like it's happened to me so many times when I'm out in Australia, like having a... Just at dinner, it's like 7 p.m. at night, have a dinner, and then some guy, old guy or an old person or like someone doesn't hate me, like, oh, curious, bro, why are you not, going, why are you not on tennis court practicing? I'm like, bro, I'm having fucking dinner. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's 7 p.m., like... Let me enjoy my life. I feel like people also don't don't realize when, you know, you're coming up to someone that's in their, you know, in their position, in their, you know, rifle field. I feel like something that also gets missed is, you know, the body of work, like you said a few times around us, that goes into being successful. And they just kind of assume that you, you just made it like, you know, like within 10 days of like seeing this person, you or know, you scared, like, like out of a hat. for example, um, said person goes and, you know, um, what's her name? M Raducanu, right? Yep. Let's just bring her up for a second. Yep. Goes and wins US Open a couple months back, yep. right? Um, breaks onto the scene. I know she was m making moves earlier at Wimbledon and whatnot, but yep. like goes out of nothing to making deep runs at slams, right? Yes. But they'll be like, oh, she's just come out of nowhere, like brand new girl on the scene, you know, like, bro, she's been playing for like 17 years to get, well, no, she's, she was like 19, 12, right? She, like she, bro, like 12 years of playing tennis. Like, yeah. I feel like people just throw that under the bus and say, like, I use it as a, like an avalanche, like um, uh, an iceberg awesome. me yeah. metaphor, you know, like you're only seeing like 10% of yeah. like what's actually been put in to get there. You're so right. Like, and she's not just playing tennis. It's like we all sacrificed a bit of our social life growing up. We didn't really, you know, we weren't able to just go to say parties or so what much. everyone would, a normal person going through school had that. Yeah. I never experienced any of that growing 100. up. 
and the you know the gym sessions the conditioning sessions the hitting sessions doing school studying whilst doing that and then people only see you when you're out on court for that hour and hour and a half to two hours yeah. and then you have a bit of success and then that's all they seem to like focus on 100 percent. and then that goes to anything not just tennis players like anyone that gets successful well, yeah yeah anyone in that, in that no one i don't think respects the actual foundation like it's like 15 years of not, building up i feel like yeah. people don't respect the body of work yeah. yeah like it's just like you it's an on and off switch for people i feel like that's part of the reason why a lot of people don't actually succeed in the fields that they're passionate about because yeah. they think that it's overnight you know route to success yeah doesn't happen bro like that you know as funny as it is like no one really would believe that i was obsessed like you look at me now like obviously i'm not as obsessive as i maybe once was in the sport but there was a period where i was in melbourne and it was like every day you gotta like be though seven hours i was obsessed like you i was just like and i was watching like players on youtube like yeah. studying the game yeah. like it was just never ending for years and then now I look back i'm like fuck what the fuck was i doing i was like i must have been insane yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how you have to be you know to what, be what do you reckon's changed like Obviously, you're at that point. Like, we saw you come up through the Charlie Tour and stuff. Like, you're playing unbelievable tennis. Like, so hungry. Like, what do you think changed from then to now? Um, just a lot of perspective. I think a lot of life life experience. Like, losing my one of my family members changed the way I, I approached the game. I felt like I didn't want to give myself to tennis fully after that because I felt like tennis was the thing that was taking me away from seeing my loved ones. Yeah. Which is like, you can use that as an excuse, but I just... I just have never been able to give myself the way I was what once was because I didn't know what true loss was until that happened. Um, but it gave me anything, bro. Like relationships fucked with my head. My first relationship, dude. When do relationships not fuck exactly. with your head, though? But like, and then you have to you have to manage a relationship whilst traveling. I mean, it's just another story. Like we can, story. we can we can start yeah. dabbling into that, but like it's just another. I don't know. So many things. I just like perspective. I'm like, fuck. Losing a tennis match in the scheme of things is not. Yeah. Is not bad. Like it's not very. We're talking, big. We've gone from self harming. For, for breaking up with your first girlfriend and losing loved ones and then like everyone's like oh bro you didn't hit your forehand well today yeah, yeah. like I literally feel like going into press conference sometimes and say like why the fuck are we talking about this yeah, yeah, like why the fuck yeah, yeah. Like, and you got so many things playing on your mind it's just like like a bit of perspective like yeah, there's that, more to that life that changed my career there's more to life than this sport that we currently play correct or, you know. and that comes down to like oh like you know use it as an excuse not to win grand slams like I'm happier this way and you like I'm happier like I love enjoying and doing this sort of stuff with you guys rather than being in Paris right now and playing for the 33rd week of the year like it's just not how it's I'm big, that's a big one I guess yeah. for you it's cool like you got in a position where you can pick your schedule got and options. Like really have limited tournaments got options so. yeah well that's definitely one of, that's another pro that we are talking about before yeah? that's, that's in the pro side baby wait <laughs> <laughs> strike it down actually I want to tell a funny story okay obviously like you put in a lot of hours and train really hard and like yep. I was there for a lot of them yep. but um, I want to tell a funny story about Todd the runs around AI. Are, are we naming Todd? And yeah, oh, Todd. Shout out Todd. Oh, shout out Todd Larkin. Shout out Toddy. Let's go. Shout out Todd Larkin, baby. I shout out. I shout out that backhand. Still shaking. <laughs> Forehand's absolute money. That yeah, money. Fine, money. So obviously you knew I was carrying a bit of a gut when I was. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And um, I always I, used to always see you eating something like you know, uh, in between games. And yeah. would you like, Whoa! You're on the Nintendo DS and just yeah. smash it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> literally. Um, so I'll, AI, I'll be yeah. kind of look, sitting next to you looking at like what you got there bro <laughs> <laughs> and, me now, or what? and now you're 54 you can bother just like <laughs> it's like no we're <laughs> um, <Boy>, soup nude <laughs> yeah. oh, we had him today fuck shout out shout out to Asian cuisine oh. baby <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so, uh, um, so there's a track around the AIS where it's like you know that I think it, in total it was about 3k's 
And um, I was never able to keep up with the group. There was about seven of us and everyone was in decent shape, like decent playing shape, except for gigs. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, Frawls always had a bit of like the lazy gene in him. Like, you know, he was always fit. Bit, bit, too, bit too cool for school. Yeah, kind of to it. be honest, long distance running was not my strength, know, but you were fit, fast. You were, were a pretty hard worker, like put your head down, but there was always like a little bit of a gene. I saw it in him because we, we have it. And I <laughs> we can chase balls, tennis I balls. Like, I was like... <laughs> and like one day I think Frawls must have been having a bad day and um, I was really struggling and Frawls was like lagging near me on the run and I was like shit like what, what's he doing like I, I don't usually see anyone on the run I'm just like <laughs> at my own pace and Frawls was like wait like Keegs like there's a shortcut like we just go straight through the middle of the whole entire track it cuts it I've, like, I've actually never heard the story before. so you literally just sprint for like 300 meters and you're back to the start and everyone's doing like 1K. What? And so we're just like waiting but, behind but a tree. But no one's monitoring the cut. Well, Todd was looking. Surely. Like he surely was, was kind of watching. monitoring. Like, but the thing is you had to wait for him to turn around, sprint uh, across, hide behind the tree, wait for everyone to run past. You got to roll the dice back. a little bit. You got to roll yeah. the dice. And I, I was just, he was like, go, 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 go. So we're just sprinting <laughs> across. And I'm just like, <laughs> almost falling over on my flabs and everything. And then we get there and then like, like, Two weeks, we, would, we kept taking the shortcut, right? Yeah. And then, like, we start, like, you know, not being too far behind the, <laughs> the, the fit pack. Like, the people who are fit. And our coach is like, fuck, Nick, you, you, your fitness is improved. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> 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 You're like, thanks for looking out for me, baby. I was like, thanks, I was like, thanks bro, dude. Because I was dying on those runs. I used to hate them so much. I mean, I've got my own little one of that. Like, back in uh, juniors when I was at, like, Melbourne Park training every day, um, we used to do the beep tests religiously. Like, one of our fitness trainers was just OCD. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to name names, but he was OCD with beep tests. And I despise anything to do with, like, long endurance running. Like, I can run all on, on, on a court all day after tennis ball, football, basketball. Like, wait, we get some shots up, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But... Come, come a beep test, I don't want a bar of it. So this time, this time, I was like, oh, my knee's a little bit sore today. Kind of waltz into this. I was like, mm, oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. Oh, really, really sore, really sore. I don't know, I don't know. So this session, they're, they're, they come to me before and they're like, all right, Babs, like, you, you know, you're highly ranked. You got, you're the leader of this kind of squad. You need to show them how it's done. The best effort I put, put in was 2-1. <laughs> I said, nah, nah, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. That's like walking past. I, I walked off and, I, and then they were just like, what's going on? I was like, nah, my knees. I was like, nah, my knees. I was just like, I'm done. And then they just, yeah, like, I, I think that's, I think we all kind of had that little gene in us where we just like to cut corners. Definitely. A hundred percent. All right. Well, let, I want to come back to another story of <laughs> kick. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's good when you try to say his name and you start laughing. <laughs> mid, so. I'm fucking, but like I, I, I look at this as a tactical genius thing. Like I find like ways. Like serious smart. Correct. Because like I, if I, someone gives me a task to do and I know that my strength is not fitness or my strength is not hard work at the time, yeah. like I'm going to work around that. And I'm looking for ways around that. You exactly. Like I'm going to cut the wire and I'm going to go around the way and fucking try and win. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not going to try and outgrind Diego Schwartzman. No. Shout out Diego Schwartzman, mate. <laughs> but like a team world, mate. Team world. But, um, you know, I'm going to outpower it. You know, that's, I know it's the same thing with this Poland thing. And I'm, yeah. you know. Being a tennis player, 
Well, not just being a tennis player, being an athlete. Being an athlete, I think. Tra- athlete on the athlete. Co- let's say athlete on the come up, yeah. I'd say. Athlete probably on the come up or just the travels a lot, that has to travel a lot. You know, yeah, anything that, any like field of work that, you know, you're having to travel a lot and spend extensive periods of time away from home and yes. your family and loved yes. ones or relationships in that right Yeah, now. for sure. Yeah. So if we touch on that, like Kiggs, I think, I think that's another thing that a lot of people kind of like throw to the side with the travels for us relative to that, you know, I've been in a couple of relationships where like I've just had to basically pick up from being in like a really comfy position, loving where things are going, all that kind of like, you know, honeymoon phases and that to just shaking things up and being like, well, I'm going overseas for like three, four, five months. I mean, obviously you would have doubled that a little bit longer because like I've only been away for like, you know, three or four at a time. Yeah, it's just, it just puts, it's unnecessary strain on a relationship that isn't really normal. Like it's not, relationships I don't think should be tested like that. For instance, like you shouldn't have to be, for instance, in my last relationship, I was forced to choose between my, like a coach. Like I was going to try and bring Jonesy with me. I, was, I wanted to bring Will with me. I had my girlfriend and I had Horse, which yeah. is my manager. Shout yeah. out Horse, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, go. that's four people that I would essentially want with me at the time. But because of the restrictions, I had mm. to pick and choose. And that was COVID, re- COVID, COVID related, related right, but right. that's COVID related. And, but just travel in general, like I've been, I had with my first girlfriend, I was away from her for like six months at a time. And when you're, you know, trying to play at the highest level, like, you know, you get, you start missing someone like emotionally, phys- you get goes sexual wrong. frustration yes, yes, is yeah. a thing as well. 100%. Like I'm on court and I can't like play because like, you know, gotta like, get it. I'm gonna be you, a horny, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, beat that bishop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm serious, like there's so many things, like for instance, it doesn't matter if you've got an office job or you're doing this, you're doing this. if you don't see a significant other that you like miss, it affects, it your, affects, it affects your, your work, your, yeah. your mood, everything. I'm the moodiest motherfucker when yeah. I was away from my missile for that long. Yeah, but like also finding like when that happens, it like, it kind of like pulls you away from like being locked into like, the hard work. 100%. Like, I don't know, just finding excuses not to do it so I can like spend more time on a FaceTime. Correct. I'm going to go to bed a little later because they want to see me a little bit more, yeah. which then pushes my day back a little bit the next day, which means I train less, which means I have less preparation for my match. Problems like you on just, problems on problems. It, it's just, it's just then, a ripple effect in that regard. Sure, and and no like, one sees also that. Also the other side, like losing matches, like the ups and yeah. downs emotionally yeah. of just playing right. and like winning or losing, Hundreds. like that also puts pressure right. on relationships outside. You, you come off court, you know, you, you've had a fight prior to going on court. Ugh. You come off court, and you just, you know, your phone's just getting blown up. And then you, you just pick it up and just say like, not today, baby. Not today. <laughs> I'm not doing it right now, you know? Like, I just, like, it's difficult for them in that, being in that in, uh, position because, like, they can't actually be there to, like, you know, sort the things out. But, uh, like, what I've found is, like, you know, those, like, if you're arguing whilst away, like, it just snowballs things. Just out, of, like, things just go out of, out of proportion, like, blown up so much. Well, definitely. I think 85% of relationships are probably, they're in the same spot. So if they've got a problem, you can just meet with a person over coffee, face-to-face, figure it out. But like when I have problems with my significant other and I'm away from on the other side of the globe, yeah. and like we maybe mid-fight, I have to go out on court five hours later, emotions are still heavy. Yeah. It just snowballs, man. I, I, I've, I've struggled with it. I've struggled with trying to like balance it. And I, I mean, I don't know. It's just... It's just tough. It, I think at the end of the day, it's just tough and you got to try and find someone that really like, you know, is connected to the lifestyle. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, and I think that's why like a lot of tennis people, you start dating other tennis players. Like, isn't Fognini uh, married to Flavia Panetta? Like, you know, they're married, they're happy, they've got kids, I think. Yeah. So like, I think like people like that, they're doing it right. So I don't know. I mean, that might be, you know, 
someone telling us like we need to start figuring out like yeah. you know what we're doing. Well, my ex was a tennis player. That shit went south real quick, oh. bro. <laughs> That's <laughs> cut. <laughs> as well as like relationships, like what about like just having family? Like not well, oh, n- well not having family there for like the ups and oh, the downs. Like yeah, you're sacrificing some of your best moments too on tour, and they're not there to share them with you. Like yeah. some of the best wins I've had, and you know I've just instantly. You know, wanted to talk to my family, but I don't have Wi-Fi. Like in the, you know, I don't get a cell, um, a cell card in every country yeah. that I travel to. I'm yeah. sure you guys don't do that either. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh well, I can't call them for like, you know, six hours. I know time difference is a thing. Usually, I just like, to, you know, I'm just like, I'm just like hang on. Usually, too. I'm just like, hey, Dad, wake the fuck up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better share that with him, boy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like um, I feel like time zones another another issue also like. You know, you're if you're in the UK and you're there in Australia, like, well, I mean, like, I think it's like it's like you wake up for like two hours and they're all they're awake for like it's something like that. It's just complete polar opposites, and you know, that's another that's another issue. I think that's actually how I I originally because I my relationship with my family wasn't great a couple years ago, and I think that's why because I was always away Mm. and I didn't really have my family around me, so I was winning, losing, going through relationship problems, dealing with other problems, like. Just not staying connected to your family, everything, the and then pushing them away because it's like you feel like you just the world's against you. I was dealing with obviously media things at the time, so I pushed everyone that actually was close to me away, and then I just fell out with people. And it's just like that's something that I just never would want again. I feel like you found your way back though from that, like Definitely. as in like big time. Like I think the us closest to you, yeah. we we knew that. Like yeah. you know, giving up my own insight on that, like I could definitely go back and and remember that that period. Yeah, but I think. Over the course of like, I want to say like eighteen months. Yeah, I feel like you've you've like shifted gear there, yeah. and like you've I think you've like connected heavily back yeah. into that, and you you know like yeah. what get you know you know the way to get the best out of yourself 100%. now. I think that's that's heavy. And I just yeah, I think just travel in general for athletes. I mean, and the thing is, not many people understand that. Like you, you have AFL guys complaining that they have to do yeah. uh, like a one month bubble yeah. in Australia, yeah. and I'm like, dude, that's literally. I'm doing cake. like seven months a year away from home abroad in a new place every week and it's just like what the fuck yeah you can't compare the two it's you like apples and oranges like come on like get people real. don't get that and that's why tennis is so hard in my opinion because it not only does it involve like mental game is ridiculous physically you have to be an absolute animal so that you, you play matches for three what other sport do you have to play for three plus hours possibly seven times in two weeks it yeah. just doesn't happen it just doesn't happen it doesn't happen I think the next one is, is golf, but golf is like obviously not correct. a you know, physically draining sport like that. It still it's is. More mental. Not, to Ment- the, not to the extent. Not to the extent. Mental. And you know, technically you have to be pretty sound to be at, you know, at the course, top level. You know, and it's just so many things. And plus with the travel, not seeing your family and just like tennis is just... And I'm pretty sure that's why I lost my fucking marbles. <laughs> right, because like... like oh, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, th- <laughs> I, I think Paul sits, is sitting in the middle of two absolute guys batshit crazy. But serious. Like, you, that's with. the thing, but they think it's funny, but like, dude, this, this shit turns you like fucking mental, man. Like it's fucked with my brain. 100%. And um, Kobe, Kobe said it as well, like, because he did an interview at the US Open. He said he loves tennis because it teaches you so many life lessons. Like yeah. you're just on your own. I remember we touched on that, I think, the first episode a little bit with that. And it's just, it just fucked me. Yeah, it's super frustrating. Like, you can see, like, when, you know, you're cracking a racket or something. Like, obviously, it's not the best thing. But, like, being out there by yourself, you know, being on the road for so long. Like, it's, it, it happens, you know what I mean? Like, it's super frustrating. I've broken a th- few things on tour. <laughs> not just tennis rackets. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Might have been a chair. <laughs> 
Wait, oh, shut oh, up. Rome, baby. <laughs> I got teeth up there. No. Wait, what? <laughs> Against Rude. I was like, fuck out of here. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember in the second set, I was doing this to the crowd. And then third set, I was chucking chairs on the supervisor. Like, Gary, I was like, fuck out, yeah, bro. I'm fucking out of this place. Get me a not, flight out. <laughs> not one of the final ones. Not one of the I final liked ones. it, bro. No. That was, on, one of the, on. that was one of the ins- most insane matches, bro, ever. Third set, no? Well, second set. The Italian crowd, like I was just giving them these every point. But, like, but why are they going for him? He's from like the Netherlands. The energy was that, insane. It's insane. Yeah, like, Casper Rudd's not from no, no, Italy. No, no. Yeah, yeah, just love. Oh, they just like, love. I was, the I was just going there, oh, like, okay. eating droppies and shit. Yeah. And the next court was Delpo and Goffin, and they had to stop their match because the crowd were just like, <laughs> and I was just like. I was just dancing shit. I was just like, and Delpo's like, shut the fuck up. I was like, bro, you shut the fuck up. I'm just like dancing shit. And then two games later, I got defaulted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm what just what like, about yeah. the guy fun, bro? He's like, what did he do? Yeah, the crying. Like, he was, no, 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 no. He's <laughs> 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 so upset. No. <laughs> I was like, I'll see you later, mate. <laughs> I'll see you out later that night, mate. That was a fucking insane match. Like, that was roller coaster shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that, like, the biggest reason, like, that match was, like, so crazy is because, like, there's no gap between the courts. It's just yeah. a fence. Literally, like, I think it's the only event around the world that, that has, like, junior events. For, yeah, literally. I think it was it's right next to the crowd. It was so funny. I would have loved that. I would have been bounced off so much dummy energy. <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> Do you guys ever reckon, though, like, traveling and stuff, you'll ever miss the travel, like, of tennis? Like, obviously, we're touching on some negatives right now. I think I'll miss the travel of going from, like, tournament to tournament with my mates. Um, and, you know, seeing, like, other friends there and stuff like that. But I don't think I'd necessarily miss, like, let's say, like, let's relate it to now. Like, I know you trained, uh, traveled more than us. Three months? Uh, how much have you done? Four months in the last eight, uh, two years? Since COVID? Yeah, four and a half months. Okay, so yeah. four and a half months. I mean, you would have felt like you're reunited with some of the guys, with some of the lads on yeah, tour. Like, you know, shout out Sears. Yeah, like, you some, know what of I mean? my, like, some of my best friends, you know, not you guys, but... Uh, uh, to a friend yeah, international yeah, yeah, yeah. international yeah, yeah so I mean like that's something I think I'd miss like you know seeing with some of the lads that like you know I got for sure like, I think like for me looking you know these you last it? two years like being in Canberra I'm like gee some of my best memories are actually out on tour yeah. when at the time I thought it was a struggle like, yeah, yeah like, no tough, a chore like, I think probably the best way would be like a chore but I yeah. like chasing that fairy little yellow ball around yeah I mean like it's, it's crazy because everyone you meet that doesn't have the opportunity to travel is always like, fuck, I just want to go travel. Yes. And that's the cool thing. Like when people meet me, they're like, fuck your life. Like, like is must be so good. And I'm like, I'm incredibly blessed, but they're always like, man, I want to travel and travel. And all I want to do is just be home. Like that's all I want to do. I just want to be in my fucking house in Canberra and just on a couch, just unbothered with an oat latte and just like watching watching the league, watching the league, messaging you guys, maybe getting like a little feed, but like, and then people are just like, oh, camera sucks, camera sucks. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm just like, Australia is the best place to be. Even though we've had our struggles with COVID. Yeah, yeah. But like outside of that, it's Canberra, down. Canberra's been really good during COVID. Canberra, but Australia is hands down the best place in the world. Like hands down. Safety, safety okay, wise, I everything. I agree. But then again, it's, it's cool though. Like you could go anywhere in the world and just you got contacts, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you could just say, oh, I you, wanna... meet, you meet so many people. All I need is you boys, baby. Shout out to the crew, baby. <laughs> From the mud, boy. <laughs> So nights out, we all know that's a big hobby of mine. Um, and well, it's no secret. It's, it's no, no secret. secret. And like, you know, me and, me and my bottle, Jack, you know, we had a good chat and last Jim. night. You're pretty and close Jim, to Jim yeah, too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah and sure. Jim. And, and my, Johnny? And, Johnny yeah, also? Yeah, 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 Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Midi? Midi also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got a long list, baby. Um, so yeah, boys, where, where are some of the best, you know, nights out we've had? 
not necessarily together. It might be in a back street. I, of, I think outside of Australia. Outside of Australia. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'd be going, I'd be running through like New York. I think that was off off tap when we were there. Like we had 2019. Some, we had some good times. Feels like it wasn't that long ago though, because of like COVID and stuff. But uh, it was pretty dangerous. It's pretty dangerous. I feel like you start falling into a little bit, <laughs> start falling into a little bit of a pattern there. Like I mean, you know, New York's fucked. I couldn't. One oak. There. One oak. Off the bro. I'm just like, oh, get me back. But honestly, when I think about New York, like I get scared because like. I can't walk for like three days <laughs> after I go out. I got a little anxious in New York after a while though. Like, yeah, going out, you know, obviously like we're there for an event, but like, you know, I think it was a period where we, we didn't have like tennis for a little while uh, before the US Open started. So we're like, you know, we're checking out the sites. And by sites, we mean the bars. And by the bars, we mean like clubs. <laughs> it's like, where do women out though? Uh, but you know walking through one oak what were the other clubs there there was some pretty nutty even ones. like the rooftop bars or like yeah it's just so like, scenic like looking at the lights and like the new york is dangerous shout out shout out nyc bro like i can't go like, stay the fuck away dude, from the me. jungle Seriously, dude that place jungle. is fucking concrete crazy. jungles off the top bro. i love it man so you'd rather go in camera than nyc no, or what? So no chance nyc i feel like has a good it has good, to be the best one of the best miami for sure as well oh. i think miami's insane club live Oh, did you go there? Yeah, lives oh, yeah, I'm in the club. Live. Oh, what's this? Oh, I live. Babs is rolling through there. Yeah, don't worry yeah, about live, it. Live was good. Yeah. Um, did you go to Fountain Blue? Probably. Well, Club Libby's at Fountain Blue, but did you ever like spend time at the pools there and stuff? Because they got like table service at the pools. Pro- pro- probably. Bikinis, bro. I, like. I don't know. Outside some little concerts in, and stuff. In like, the moshes. states. In the states, just the the. Like, look how I can't even put my words because I'm so excited. I just want, I just want to go there right now. <laughs> just I can't put into words how excited I get when we walk in. Like. This is how I look at it. When I, there's nothing better for me when I'm with the best boys. Like you guys, we're looking fucking fire as fuck. <laughs> so you many know, hoodies like, on. We're so like, many hoodies on and shit. Like, <laughs> and like we walk around like fucking kings. Don't you get like, we, you know what I mean? We walk in there and we're turning heads and shit. Yeah. Wait, we ain't fucking around. You know, I got like a nice little cutie come up to me saying like, oh, here's your table. Like, so what do you want? They open up a nice book. Like, yes, it, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's illuminated. So like, it's nice to say, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then, you know, we sit down. The music's playing R&B. Like, and we just the drinks come though. The, drinks oh, the table service with yeah. with the uh, what are they what sparklers flying around. You just like and like we're not. <laughs> we just want to sit there vibe. And there's just nothing better. Like I just love that. I feel like you feel safer doing that too though. Like as in obviously you got people that like from the outside looking in, touching on like one of the first topics we spoke about. Like with people like wanting to like touch, you know, someone in that in that position, right? Yeah. But like I feel like it's so much easier to handle with that too because you're just like yeah, yeah come in come in take a quick photo see yeah, what I'm saying yeah. and then go, you know, send them on away of camera. as opposed to like people just chucking phones in your face and it's just like get it out you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like N- New York handle it good any like particular oh, Europe I mean, I mean Europe, we're, we're sure. not, Dude, we're in Europe we didn't go out in Europe together well, no, but what about you maybe yeah, yeah maybe. we want to hear some hey. mate my biggest nights are always some of your stories bro yeah but drinks like we wouldn't mind hearing a couple stories without us too Froles has been lost in the depths of Germany let's let's hear it. Froles has seen some- <laughs> Let's go. Oi, you, you're you guys on the- put me on the spot. Yeah, let's go. You best believe he's sophisticated. Oi, we're throwing under the bus. <laughs> to be honest, when I wasn't with Kigs on tour, I was actually pretty calm. But probably my biggest night was in Serbia. I think in Novi Sad. Novi Sad, go. Very underrated place. Was that when I was there or no? Did we, was that? Nah, I think different. We, we linked one time though, like for like two days. You weren't traveling. We weren't traveling together, but I saw you with like some of the other boys and stuff. In oh, Novi really? Sad, yeah. Okay, for like one tournament, I think. Novi Sad was cool, but definitely. like we went out to like I think we went out to like a a restaurant and like we got a got a couple of drinks. But they go hard though in like East not. European countries. Well, oh, no, that's your like hard, your, that's your we'll style. Like. I got another one. I got another one. Madrid. Oh, Madrid's dangerous. Espanol. We went out in Madrid that time, Ugh. and I remember yeah. I was like I was ready to go out like dressed 
for dinner or whatever, like, you know, 7.30 whatever. But, like, you were just like, wait, you know, pace yourself because, like, no one goes out of here until, like, 3. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. you know, we, I think we were with, like, Marinx. Oh, God. Um, you, myself. Who, who else? Do you remember that? Uh, Madrid Thousand back then. Yeah, bro. I've... I can't remember. It was, it was a crew. It was a crew. But anyway, there was a couple of other Aussies. And I just remember I was like, it's 3.30. And I'm like, I want to go home. And everyone's just like, the streets are packed. Pack. People just running up and down like a circus yeah. out here. Europeans you know? do it differently. Like with their nights out, they just go all night Well, the guys long. at dinner before they go. Yes. Yeah, like even yeah. during the week in Spain, yeah. the people yeah. are going out to dinner at like 11 p.m. Like, what are you playing at? I love that shit. We've man. seen some shit. We've seen some shit. Like, would you say, I feel like you're a bit of an early bird though now. Like you've turned into an early bird. I like to get up early when I'm in Australia for sure. Yeah. We're night owls, 100%. But I still like to get up quite you early. You like it up. Like, I don't I, like wasting the day. Like I just want to fucking rave. Till the sun comes up, you just want some neons like, in his hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, wait, but Loki Asia turns the fuck up too. I actually haven't been in Asia. Asia, in Asia, Asia turns up, bro. Well, the city never goes to sleep. Obviously, literally. a bit like New York, but like, well, because Shanghai, because you know, we all know how good I play in Shanghai. <laughs> 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 I always have a lot of spare, I always have a lot of spare time in Shanghai. Shanghai, fucking crazy. Yeah, you, did, you did well, like a couple of years back in Shanghai. I'm pretty but sure. One year, one Whoa. year. <laughs> one year, I actually played alright, and then the two. Wait, years you actually, you actually like proper like turned up for that one yes for one year and then the years after i can't even go to shanghai shout out shanghai because i can't even play that event now i need like six bodyguards because the crowd like starts like spitting at me and throwing glasses and stuff they're like that's you kill you <laughs> and i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> no, mate? Like, i'm back man it's good to be back <laughs> i can't go to shanghai i love anymore. you too <laughs> but, but asia's Nasty. Asia is good. It's good. Thailand's always. Thailand. I've, oh, I've been out in Thailand. I'm lying. I've been out with. Oh, shout out OJ. Shout out OJ. Um, Akira, Omar, a few of the other boys. We went out in uh in uh, Thailand one time. That was off the Richter. Asia. That was nuts. So state states, Europe, Asia. I mean, there's some there's some dirty there's some dirty places out there. For me, it's got to be America. For me, America takes a cake for sure, yeah. hands down. I can now that we're on the topic of like being around the world, yeah. let's go back to the Poland story. Let's double. Let's double. I haven't heard this one. Yeah, I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm quite eager to hear really it. paint the picture. I'm quite eager. Okay, so just like, wait, illustrate on that canvas, baby. Okay, so we have a day off in Poland, right? So no one's playing. Everyone's out of the tournament, and whatnot. We're about, we're, we're about what, 14, 15 at the 14, time. 14, 15. So there's five of us. So it's Frawls, Travis Boone, Jared Winan, Jake Winan, and Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> and for some weird reason, Todd, right? Todd. Shout out Todd Larson, baby. Wait, let's, let's name this episode Todd fucking Larson. <laughs> so he puts me and Jake Winan together, which out of the five, we're the least hard workers of the group. Like we're always looking for ways out, shortcuts, trying to shorten points. So when I hear that me and Jake are together, I'm like, this is not going to go well. And then the other groups, Jared, Travis and James, three honest competitors. And yeah. Travis Hustling. is like the enforcer. Like and Travis he's is the enforcer. Like, yeah. He's like no cutting corners, yeah, like yeah. full army bread. <laughs> Letter of the law. Cut the line. Letter of the law. And um, so we had to go around Poland in our groups and like an Easter egg hunt. You have to go to monuments, take a photo. There was like a challenge. Like you have to go to this certain cafe, buy a can of mushrooms, yeah. open it up, video yourself eating it. Yeah, yeah. But the, and we had to meet back at the hotel. First one to meet back at the hotel after doing all this won the challenge. Yeah. So I, I sat with Jack and the, the, the rules were very strict. <laughs> yeah. No public transport is to be used. Oh, so I you have to go how, by- I already know how this ends. <laughs> you have to go Cheese by kicks. foot. You have, to, <laughs> you have to run everywhere. Yeah. No taxis. And just honest competing. Yeah, yeah. So we get to the first challenge. 
I go to the first challenge and I'm like to Jake, like, bro, I can't do this. <laughs> like, it's blistering hot. I'm like, we just got, we got to cheat, bro. Like, we got to cheat. We, I'm not just not doing this. What did Jake say straight away? And Jake was like, I'm right with you. Like, oh, I don't, Jake was yeah, really keen on that. Yeah, he it was. It's like twist my arm. Okay. So then, he kind of said, "Say less." So we bought, we bought, <laughs> we bought, we bought a tr like a train ticket, like a tram ticket. So we just swiping on the tram, sitting there going, <laughs> around Poland, getting all these challenges. Meanwhile, we're just absolutely. And Travis is up the back, front. We're just like, oh, you're, you're just putting piece. it in. Backpacks on, like running to these monuments, and I mean, Jager just like eating ice cream. <laughs> this shit. is like something you see in a movie, bro. And then me and Jake get back to the finish line, and then these guys arrive like ten minutes later, and then their faces. I would, I've, because we misjudged how close it was going to be. Like, I thought it was going to be within minutes, but it was, we were there, me and Jacob just like, not even sweating 10 minutes early. I'm like, dude, that was like, this is fuck. See their face, and they're like, what the fuck? There's no chance they, they did this. Like, they were sweating, and me and Jacob, like, I don't know. We just, it was just so easy. And just to this talent. And I only told Todd, like, La last year. Yeah, last year. He thought he the whole came out. Are you serious? And I told him You're last year. You're taking that shit to your grave. Yeah, bro. Because I was like, oh, not I didn't tell him like two years ago. Yeah, he only Wait, told you me recently. Never knew. Not for years. What? Not the for fuck at least did that five years. Come up though. I, what was the delivery to, to like, like you know, confess up? I think I was just drunk when I was like, brawling that time in Poland. I think <laughs> I fucking cheated you, bro. <laughs> Are you serious? And bro, he was so cut. He didn't speak to me the whole night. He's like, bro, what the? Fuck? <laughs> That's that was a big ass. loss. That That's was a big loss ass. for me. Oh, shit. You still got a butt hurt after that, bro. Uh, mate, but it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's actually mate. hilarious. So like, hilarious. Mate, mate. To be honest, I always kind of knew, but I was just like... Yeah, but you didn't really Never really know. like admit yeah. to it. All right, so let, let's pull up some fan questions here. I feel like it's a good time to just dabble in like what, what the people want. Oi, we're the people's pod. We are the people's pod. <laughs> shout, shout, out the people's pod. shout out the people's pod. You best believe I'm going to eat some properties <laughs> after this. You best believe it. Um, okay, let's... i got a couple here, guys. Um, so... <laughs> this is, we'll start off with a funny one yeah. from a fellow tennis player, Jennifer Brady. Form, shout out Jennifer. Shout out Jenny Brady. She's fucking awesome. I've been out with her a bunch and she's a former, you know, Grand Slam finalist. Yeah. She made the Australian Open final, lost to yeah. Osaka. So yeah. good player as well. Um, and Jenny Brady replies to our story and says, on average guys, on a night out, yeah, on a night out, <laughs> how many shots on average do you take? I want to answer for him. <laughs> you want to answer for I him? Answer like, on on honest answer. Yeah, we'll but answer each other. Okay. I'd right. honestly so say I'm answering for frauds. Okay, leave me last then. So, okay, okay, leave me last. Then. Okay, so, <laughs> a little bit of suspense for kids. So Babs, I think so. Oh. We'll give a rundown of how we actually are when we go out. So Babs, oh, yeah, sure, for me, like he has Babs is like you know, he's like a coin. So if it lands on heads, he's gonna rock up. He's gonna give you vibes. He won't drink too much. He'll still be vibing. Like he'll be dancing. He'll drink here and there. He loves to CC and drive with ginger ale. Yeah. Shout out CC. Shout out CC. And then um, <laughs> if it lands on tails. Babs can give you a fucking loose one and like he'll he'll start drinking and on average I reckon Babs may take about I reckon I'm gonna say on average on a night out you take five to six shots yeah uh, uh, yeah obviously like on a, the, the good nights yeah I kind of slap them up no no, oh, oh, no on a good night you'll take like nine yeah. yeah but the one pulls me down like this yeah. Yeah. brings yeah. that average yeah. all yeah. the way yeah. down yeah. to the ground so five, five to six for Babs I reckon alright bad 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 Babs of Frawls? I think Frawls is a lot similar to me. I think I think we, I think on my karma nights it's probably a bit more like more like Frawls. Um, I'd probably be more leaning towards. I think on average his average would be higher than mine. Just a little bit. I was gonna say because yeah. on his loose nights he gets fucking. Because on my, my chill nights I'm like I'm not drinking shit. Yeah. To be honest, I've had more practice with him than you. Yeah. So that's yeah. Probably yeah. Why I can... Yeah. Living in Barry is gonna do that. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, by the way, fact is a is a club here in Canberra. Um, 
but um, it's actually not fact. It's what? Fiction. It's fiction. fiction it's, and fact. I just always call it fact for you. Yeah, because yeah, we well, always get a fact. Fig fat. Cheers to that. What was he going to so, say? So yeah, seven, I think eight. Frawls, seven, eight. No, no, no. Uh, that's not his average. Or a bit more. I don't six, think seven. seven. My, my average, Five, I six. think, I would say a flat six for Frawls. So basically for us, we're I don't think single digits. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we're we're gonna Kiggs. just well, let's just keep us in single digits. Like Kiggs is just a whole nother ballpark. Kiggs, I think we're definitely saying <laughs> scary to say. You need a bathtub for this shit. <laughs> Triple digits. <laughs> Triple digits. Bro, I think we have been I, I think I've been a part of some nights where I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> like it's just like another like 30 shots coming out with like sparkles around <laughs> and shit. I'm like Mom, <laughs> Dad, <where are> <laughs> I don't know. I just love it. Like I just love it. I genuinely have a passion for it. Like I love sinking it. It make me feel so good. You actually genuinely feel it when you sip it. Like straight away. It's like as soon as yeah, you've as soon as you've necked one down, you're like this and the is unbelievable. And I see you boys just like I'm just like. <laughs> so I'd, I'd say on an average night, I'm probably taking like 15 to 17 shots. <laughs> but the funny thing is I think most people will sit here and say like, that's a load of shit. But I, I, I can't stress enough that like even that's like an understatement at times. You like, some, I think, I feel like I've got footage somewhere on my phone. Like I don't want to, I don't want to know what else I got. <laughs> but there's some footage somewhere I think from like two years ago, three years ago in Melbourne where you've just like ordered like a bottle of Grey Goose. I don't know if you remember this, but it's a bottle of Grey Goose and it was one of the bottles you saw when you went and ordered a drink at the bar. But she, she didn't realize what you were asking for when you asked this at table service. She goes, she goes, oh, like, she went, so she accepted your order, went and got the bottle back. You, you were like, no, no, that's not the bottle. I wanted that, that bottle in the corner. It was like, Ooh! it was like two meters high. Do you remember that or not? Yeah, it was a magnum. Dude, it was huge. <laughs> I, I saw it every bottle. Here I am, like, just chilling, like, low key in the corner, like, a little vodka cranberry at the time. I haven't, I haven't, like, elevated my game to CC Dries yet. And here's Kiggs with like a three meter <laughs> bottle just like raising it into his mouth. And I was like, oh, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I mean, look, I probably do drink a bit too much, but I just, I just love sending it with the boys. You know what's funny though? Like when you were up until what, 18? Like, yeah, never, but never drunk. Like even, you'd always say to me, man, I never touch alcohol. Yeah. Like I never want to drink or yeah. anything like that. Like, I feel like, let's talk a little bit about this. Like I got, I got something like just off the rip here. Obviously, you know, you get excited when you do well at events and stuff like that. Like, I'll relate it to you. This is actually a question from me. How, how have you fa uh, found trying to somewhat, like, manage and, like, weigh the weeks that you're doing really good mm. and, like, you know, you're smacking, like, you know, you're ticking all the boxes at the event, you're making semis, deep runs, whatever. Um, you know, you're really happy because you made this amount of money or you got this amount of points, right? High, you know, high elevated of happiness, right? Yep. How have you then been able to like, you know, control like, cause you're not always going out. How have you, how are you able to, have you found like controlling yourself to like going out when you're on such highs like that and stopping yourself from going out when you're on those highs too? Yeah, it's very tough. I mean, majority of my career when I was having good weeks, I wasn't going out like often at mm, all. It yeah. Maybe it was once every two weeks or once every three weeks. Cause also people want, people like around you want to go out and, and celebrate the success too. Oh, but, but now like people on tour, if they lose, my phone's getting hit up. And like, oh, bro, I've got messages from like people that I don't fucking know. They just get my number like, oh, like show me a good time. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> but um, it's tough. Like, but towards the end of my career, like when I won Acapulco, bro, like if I had a GoPro on, like I was crowd surfing in Acapulco, bro. Like they were just, I was just there just drinking champagne. Like my eyes like was like, I couldn't even see straight, bro. I was just had like three cigars in my mouth and it was monumental. Fuck, but, I need a stogie right now. But, <laughs> but actually, you've got a bit of like, I'm like <laughs> 
<laughs> but but no, nah, well, it's hard to balance it. But when you're doing well at these events all the time, you either you want to build on it, so you yeah. going out's not even an option. Yes, even yeah. if you're losing semis, you're like, fuck it, I want to travel the next day, get there, get a quick hit on, and just prepare for my next event. Which yeah. I've done that many times. Yeah, there are times where I'm just like, fuck, I want to just enjoy myself. Like I've had a good week. And stay where yeah. your feet are, kind of. Correct. Thing. Yeah. I'm not talking blowout. Like I'm not talking like legless. But I'd have like ten beers or something. A few shots too, mixing and then, in, yeah. And just, and just kind of crawl home. That's it. <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of like stumble That's like. it. It's hard to find the balance as well. It's tough. And it it's depends tough. on mindset you're in too. You can be dark, I mean, dark mindset. I've been there with you when you did really well a long way back um, yeah. in Estrell. Yeah. Uh, and then like, you know, you did pretty well in Madrid that time. That's when we went out like that story, you know? So, I mean, I've been around that. I was just interested to see like, because we're not always with you, you know? Yeah. So just, you know, there's a lot of temptations out there. Definitely. Definitely, and and it's not e- not even just you know not even just alcohol. Alcohol, you know, there's a, no, there's a lot outside of just yeah. alcohol that's you know tempting people on tour, and there's people that have obviously faced bans from that kind of stuff. Definitely, you know? definitely. So I, you know, do you see yourself ever just saying for one year I'd stuff it? Like I'm just gonna like absolutely not. I'll just stop, I'll just stop. I'll, I'll make it eat your words. <laughs> absolutely not. I'm not changing. I enjoy it like this. It's spontaneous, fun. Yeah. I want to look back on it in my career. I fucking had fun. Yeah, you did. Too it. You much did. Fun. You did things how you wanted to do. Too much fun. Oh no, I reckon we'll see. No, maybe a change. Absolutely not. I just don't want to travel as well, like anymore. As, as much. Yeah. As heavy. Sure, sure, sure. I won't ever be traveling as like enough to you know be at the top anymore. So. Yeah, but give it a few years. You never know, man. Look at you when you were eighteen. Completely different to now. Yeah, I'm 26 now, bro. 26 is still money, bro. I don't, you know, you still got plenty of time. I mean, yeah. we still want to play with 27. We still plan to go overseas next year. You know, club tennis, tour, go as far as we can go. I mean, dude, you're six months younger than me and what, you're fab, you're early. So, you know, a, a year and a bit with Frawls. Plenty of time, babe. Plenty of time on the clock. Oi, oi, oi. Plenty of time on the oh, clock. You, on the got, wrist, you, got, you got me in my fields right now, Ah, you're good, you're good. I'm coming back. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I'll go back. I see you in Antwerp, 2022, baby. Then again, after Wimby, you were like, I've got like a renewed, I've got a second wind on tennis. So yeah, and then I and then I um ended up, you know, getting injured and to fucking grind Injuries. and travel again. Oh. And I just was like, well, I think the restrictions didn't help. Like if I was able to get good physio, bring my team with me, then maybe. But it was just bad timing. Affected so many people. So it did. many people. But like, it's just it was tough. That was the toughest thing, not having my team around me. Let's go next question with that one. I feel like we touched that nicely. Um, another fan question. Top um, top three memories of each other. I got one. This one's from shout out uh, underscore Emma underscore B underscore. Okay. Shout out Emma B, bud. Okay. Let's but go. You have, I bro? like that question, Emma. Um, I can go off the rip if you guys want me to go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think for me, my top uh, memory. Wait, is it all together or is it just one of us? Just we could involve one of us. Okay. One of. I was, I, was, I was kind of all thinking on tour. Okay. So I was thinking at the time that you brought me, or actually we met up in... Um, dude. Barcelona. <laughs> he knows what I'm going to say. This <laughs> guy's in my head, get out. <laughs> um, I think for me, for Barcelona, it was real spon- spontaneous. Mm. We both landed into Barcelona. I was there to actually just start training in academy, which turns out I didn't end up doing, but I did a couple of sessions. But then Foles was like, uh, Kiggs is like, oh, come hit some with me. And I was like, oh, I'll dabble. Say less. And then anyway... My biggest thing with that was the high of when we were just street balling. Oh, so it was just like humble beginnings because like we didn't have any ball shoes. Yeah. We went to like a local like Kmart in, in like Barcelona to get these yeah, like... We went to like a school, like, local school. I don't know what play. these shoes were. They were like a Coppos or something. Like, I don't know what they were. Like $20 shoes, right? 20 euro shoes. We didn't give a, ha- we didn't give a fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're just like, we just want to get out of there. Give us a ball. Give us two, yeah. you know, able shoes. Yeah. Let's get out there and just get some buckets. I still got footage of that. Oh, we might we might have to put it up on the vid. Bro, right. it, it, you should. And that's crazy. You know why? Because I met up with Babs, right? And then I was like, fuck it, Babs. Like, you can just start traveling with me. Just start traveling for the next, like, month. I think I did a month. He did a month, right? And it, we were just rooming together in my rooms that I was getting from the tournaments. And, like, we're in Barcelona. I lose first round in Barcelona to Yima. I still remember this. Oh, you actually remember? Uh, oh, I lost shit. in three. And we're playing in local schools, like streetball, with like the locals in Barcelona for fucking hours. It was raining one day. One day we're still getting shots up. And we were, just <laughs> we were like, we're still on the dream. <laughs> and then we were just still playing and playing. And then went to Estoril, I think. Um, Estoril, yes. Estoril. Estoril, yeah. you went deep, bro. Yeah, we made final. Final. To Dude, we had some good, good sessions on those courts, bro. But that's not me. What people don't understand is like about us is like, bro, we just fuck around and we just like do what we want. Like we're playing streetball in Barcelona, right? Like, Still working hard though. No, no, but the worst preparation for an honest tennis. We're playing on fucking concrete, bro, with shit yeah. shoes. Play basketball, you can roll an ankle. Fucking yeah, you could like. do a lot of things. And then two weeks after that, I played Feds in Madrid, yeah. and I won. One of the big, it's just big like, week. People just, people just don't understand. Like, it just shit doesn't happen. Like, it's as for that's normal. what we're here for. Though. I know, we're here to like, show. Everyone really? just doesn't get it. Like, yeah. every tennis player is like fucking day in day out, like preparing, and we're just like getting buckets up. I think that goes a little bit to like what I said earlier with the uh, iceberg. You know, like there's there's so much that people don't see. Yeah. I feel like this is like a great opportunity. Like, obviously not showcase yourself, but like showcase like what you know what it's like to even be lower end, top end, yeah. and like you know the, the yeah. interchangeables between yeah. that. That's no, that's that's what, and we're playing two K. Remember, or bro, but, we're living just playing two K. I, I think like I was just like I was snapping controllers because couldn't beat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He had like some Steph Curry cheat code. It's just like <laughs> 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 I was just like, ah. Uh, was this my best story? Well, yeah, best story just from like, you know, traveling or between, or not even traveling, like, but just like us. always tells of you like in New Zealand. In New Zealand. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we'll double this well, one. Yeah. One you would, it's kind um, of embarrassing for me, but we'll go for it. We're in New Zealand. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say 14, 15 again. No, no we're, we're 15. We? I think 15? we're 15, yeah. turning 16. So it's me, Babs. We got one coach, Alan Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, Shout out Jones, bro. Fuck that back. Jones is absolutely silky, bro. From the mud, baby. So we're in New Zealand. We've both lost singles. We're in doubles. It's like getting towards the end of the week. And it's a windy day at the chords. No, no, you, you got to really sell it, right? <laughs> Dude, it was gale force. No, no, it really was. And for all, you laugh deeper every time we tell this story. It's it gets, gets funny every time, man. Gale force wins. Yeah, okay, gale force wins. We're playing doubles. We're both, you know, a bit ready to go home, but... It was our last week. Yeah, last week. So Babs is serving. He's gone one game. I'm the anchor too. Like, I hold the shit down. All right, let me just get that out. Hold it down. <laughs> go, go, go. So we're out there playing. He's gone one full game of double faults. So four double faults in a row. I'm like, look, it's all right, man. Like, stay positive. It is what you it know, is. next game will be fine. You know, just get back onto it. It was four. No, no. Was that a four all? I think it was four all, and then we lost the set, six four. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Yeah. Gets to the next game. Next set. Gets to the next game. He's gone three double faults. He's gone first serve fault. And like at this stage, like everyone's <laughs> laughing. Like our coach is laughing. Their coach is laughing. We were playing fellow Aussie. Yeah, Brad Mousy, Lee too. Yeah. Shout out the boys. Shout out the boys. That's pretty fucking funny, bro. Everyone's laughing. I'm talking, bro. Uh, at, that, at that point, you want him to do that. <laughs> I'm like, bro, just put it into the box. I don't care how you get it in there. <laughs> and he, he puts the serve into the box. Bro, you're you fucking crying, bro. Finish the story, bro. Bro, the... So come the fourth one, 
I was just like, dude, I can't do this shit no more. I was like, I'm a I was like, what? I literally served it so slowly that I nearly took uh, off. And I was like, nah, just snap a bat. And I just walked off the court. You guys put the return back at him. He's dumped it back and just snapped his racket. For me, that's an absolute classic story. So that, good. In, in fairness, that's so in, in fairness, it's like not one of my you know brighter moments on tour. There's been some there's been some times where I really held shit down, but that was one where I definitely let slip for that's, sure. That's I let that weird. slip. It could be oh, actually, I got a fucking good one about us in Atlanta. This is a fucking unreal story. So I'm playing Atlanta maybe yeah. 2016, and um. I just had an absolute battle with Nishioka in the quarters. Fucking hot day. Yoshido. Yeah, Yoshido. And prior to this happening, it was like in the third set, we both went to the air conditioning and I took off all my clothes, like wang out and everything. I just sat in the air conditioning like this. You got your whipper out. Like, I was just sitting there. It was so... Because this... Atlanta's known as Hotlanta. Like you're dripping just sitting yeah, it's there. it's super hot. And Nishioka's just going and I'm just sitting in this like... In, the, in my little caravan with nothing on. The ref comes in, he's just looking at me bare ass and nuts, like my beef and sausages. <laughs> and then he's just like, he's just like, Kiggs, get you changed, get back out there. Anyway, somehow in the match, get back. And me and Frawls, we're, we're rooming together that night, right? And it's like probably like 11 p.m. We're trying to get to bed. Like we were just like chilling and all we hear is just like, <laughs> for like, I'm talking and I'm not kidding. What? Like I know what that noise is. Bro, what is going on? Bro, upstairs, co- constantly for a good hour like it doesn't stop and it gets like good like just rhythm like <laughs> he's really hitting it bro, and i'm t- bro, he's and, like, smacking that real good and you can hear things in their room like moving and i go, I go to froze i was like this guy is on fire I, we didn't get to sleep till like 1 30 you were just listening to it this guy's got like a cup to the thing honestly, like, and then, i'm telling you and then like he started like slowing down and then some grunts came and he was like oh, oh. <laughs> Are you and the like in fucking tears, bro. And then I tweeted that that next morning. I was like, shout out to the guy in the room above me. Like, you got I got no sleep today. If I ever that's coming. Are you serious? Bro, to be I fair, was, I reckon. Did we hear anything from the guy? Like, did he come onto onto Twitter or anything? No, no, no. Oh. it must have just been a public guy. But like, that isn't it. Like, I got no bro. sleep from a guy just absolutely just. He was just smacking it the whole time. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think we said anything. Like, no word was spoken until the next morning. We were just like, did you hear? Like, did you? <laughs> Did you hear the same thing I heard last night? And it was just like, that was with Frawls. Like, and I was just like, bro, that is just, I couldn't believe it. Like, I couldn't believe it. And I don't, I don't even know who it was. That, that was one with Frawls. I got plenty, maybe for another time, but. Yeah, we'll save. We, I feel like we do an episode where it's just like, just off the rip, anything goes. Definitely. Oh, and God, for next episode, like, I'm going to have a story in my sleeve about when I played Titsy Bats at ATB Cup. Oh, a lot of fans Lordy. and stuff. Stay started. tuned been asking for it and it, it's fucking hilarious so you gotta gotta listen to it i actually heard the story the other day and i kind of didn't believe it so stay tuned for that one it's episode four i believe we're gonna yep. probably we're gonna we're gonna air, we're gonna air some dirty laundry there <laughs> <laughs> this is from oh it's from vucci 21 um definitely yeah. yeah all right yeah what's something you what's something from your idols that you want to carry into your platform and help make a difference so i guess like who was someone that you guys look up to that like this is our platform now like so like something that in in someone you look up to that's a good quality that you would, you know, carry that with yourself, I guess. You guys know I'm obsessed with Elon Musk. Absolutely love Elon Musk. Shout out Elon. Shout yeah. out, where the Tesla's at, baby? For sure. We've got the Tesla tequila here. Nick's got a Tesla downstairs. Yeah. We, are. we are fans. Yeah. I just love what he's doing for like the climate. I know it's like, you know, not the most spoken about topic. Well, it is, but not the most popular, I guess, topic. Well, it should, it should yeah. get more traction. But like, I think me and Nick, we speak a lot about this and like, you're with Beyond Meat as well. Like, 
yeah. plug beyond me. We try. We're just trying to make a difference. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Like I think like the climate's our responsibility is the younger generation. So yeah, I just love everything he's doing. Like obviously with Tesla, um, I'm obsessed with it. So yeah, it's one of my big... I think just with him like... So just like his mindfulness on like the future. Of that's what you to, admire. Like, you know, and that's what you want to... And that's yeah. what you want to instill in yourself or instill in others too with the, with the platform. And I think that's what needs to change though because for him, someone like him and he could look around the world and see like about all these people who don't really give a fuck like littering or whatever it is. It'd be so easy for someone like that with X amount of money, X amount of this to just say fuck it like yeah, I don't have to do this. And he's still trying to innovate. He's still trying to create and work out ways to make the planet 0.1% better. Yeah, 100, 100. And I think what we're trying to instill is like, even though people may not think they're making a difference, everything adds up. Everything counts. Like, everything adds up, up. No matter how big or how small. And like we can vote with our money. Like as the people, like we vote with where we put our money. Like even when we go to the supermarket, you know, like Correct. we can start yeah. trends, we can change things. 100%. We can like, start trends here. For that's sure. what I mean. So, and that's, 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 a, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. I like that. Shout out Elon. So are you, are you kind of like the same with him on that? Well, yeah, like I agree with Elon. Um, I mean, my, my idols, I mean, fuck, I don't know, bro. Like, I can go one. I can come through. I mean, there's one that's like Casey Neistat. I, I've watched a lot of his like vlogs and stuff. I really like connected with him like as a person and stuff. You know, obviously I don't, I don't know him to that extent, but seeing like, you know, how he kind of took to content creation but still like i think showed his true self like i feel like that's something that like i like you know and i feel like maybe on this platform using this like we can kind of I, I don't know like help people like come out of their you know no but come out of their boxes or shells a little bit and like i said this on the, ep the other episode a little bit like just you know being like more comfortable in their own skin and not being like pressured to like show other people like you know their true self i think like storytelling like is definitely what he does like through his vlogs right like yeah Casey's a, a heavy heavy storyteller i mean obviously he's different like he's so different he's like 45 riding like boosted boards up new york you know vlogging i mean that's like people look at that like a normal person like we see some guy do that in front of us on the street here in canberra we you know naturally you're like who's this joker's you know whizzing by like 50 years old on, on a skateboard but like that if he wants to do that and like he wants to create that content he wants to be that person and like portray himself in that light and show his family like in that light like more power to him like i feel like that's the same thing here like you know i like to show people that like you know i might be a bit quirky a bit weird a bit funny like whatever you're not afraid of that yeah 100 percent. you think yeah that's and that'll always be an ongoing yeah. issue as well you know? that's for me people are always i think with the way social media and all that is it's only gonna get worse yeah, yeah. Like people are just afraid to just even say what they feel yeah. anymore i've always been like that even through twitch and streaming yeah. You know, like, but like, even living in Canberra, I feel like you know, there's a lot of people with you know, working for the government. Like, you know, it's like a thing of like, you know, get a government job, office job, and you know, start a family early, buy a house. Yeah, that's like, you know, that's like the norm. So for us, like playing and traveling, like it's quite different. You know, and people, people look at you like, different. What What are you doing? People look at you way different. Like, oh, like you wasting your life and stuff. And it's just like, oh no, just because I'm doing a different pathway to you. Like, it's like you know, we're not we're not here to compete with each other. You know, like I know like healthy competition. You know keeps pushing the world forward right yeah. in innovation all that kind of stuff even in like content creation or like as an athlete or whatever your you know chosen field is but but i mean i guess now i feel like i just love qualities in people like you know and like even like with you guys like when i'm just hanging around like you do something or you're generous or you're just like kind like those are like things that just stick out for me now because like i've just been traveling around the world meeting so many shit people like and then when someone just like does something good it just stands out to me straight away so I don't know if it's like more like an idol thing. I still think like even though there is bad people, there's so many good people still out good there. People. And like, That's what I mean. You've like, got to keep that open mind. You know? yeah. So guys, I want to end this 
with the last part of our podcast for tonight. Last little segment right here. Mean tweets, kicks, or mean Instagram comment. Let's just go a little social media dabble and like, you know, give people like the view of what it's like to just cop some not so nice things. Well, I mean, you guys know when you live in a match, there's a lot of negativity and social media gives everyone a platform. And um, I mean, I've got a couple here. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll read one that's, you know, this is probably what I get nearly probably every second every third day of my life <laughs> subconsciously just going in and just even walking the streets though too yeah yeah walking the streets God, i, I mean a, look. we got a story about the other night when we we're at uh the ice cream place you and i parking the car we're meeting frawls bro that's do we I even mean, want like, to touch on that i mean do i don't that. know jesus you were there right yeah i saw the end jesus of yeah, just parked my car i'm on the phone i'm with these guys and two guys stop by Shout out Nissan Pulsar, baby. That's what they were driving. Hundred. <laughs> um, they're stopping by, just like straight up yelling out of the car, just hate. I don't even know what they were saying. And they started ripping. My, my brother has alopecia, by the way. For people that don't know, that means like he doesn't grow hair anywhere in his body. He's had that since he was like maybe six or seven. And then just start like, uh, they were just like ripping him and like ripping that he has no hair. It's just like just a constant hate from all angles. Was smashing me because I was wearing a bandana. Yeah, like and then like you know we hopping out of your Tesla. Yeah, they're doing laps around us. Frost yeah. was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, they come back for another lap. Yeah. They're like, you know, wheels are skidding. They're just like, "Oi!" Like swearing, like fight me, like throw this, throw that. And that's like that's just the usual to deal with. That's like, just that, that, usual. And if you if you take it too seriously, it does it does wear you down. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. But more, the more thing that bothers me is a bit of the racial slurs that I get sometimes. Um, but, I mean, look. Read, read, we'll, read that we'll, one I'll out read them out because yeah. I, think, I think they're funny. And for the Djokovic fans out there and stuff, like, I know that you don't like me, but you'll still be listening to the podcast. Yeah. Shout <laughs> you out, man. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I will take uh, that view, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, I don't know. I think I must have lost a match. And this is, uh, you are the garbage of tennis players. Your attitude is that of a criminal. And the worst part is that your performance in the ATP is irregular. You have not won anything important. Compare your attitude with that one of Federer. Go back to basketball. This is a sport of gentlemen, not savages. <laughs> you were one of my favorite players because I thought you had talent. But now you are an example of how world society should not be. Cheers, lad. <laughs> um, you should be imprisoned <laughs> for breaking the rackets that give you money so you can eat. Fire emoji. Appreciate you, baby. I, d- I just don't understand where they get the gall to say these kind of things. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, that, you would that's never more lighthearted s- stuff. But that's actually would, quite funny to me. But you, no, but like, there's people that'll say that and be deadly serious, but they'll never say that to you in person. Never. never. Something people don't know, though, is I heard an interview actually of you where every time you get a fine... Yeah. From yeah. breaking your racket, you're actually giving that to money back. Is it to the tour? Yeah. Like yeah, the lower they, levels of tennis? Yes, yes. yes. So, so I'm actually helping. Wait, what's it? So, so <laughs> I my, even heard this, all bro. my fines, right? Yes. They go to like lower levels of tennis. Like, and I'm just to like, fund more futures. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm funding the way. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, be like me, baby. Like, when, when they told me that, when they told me that, I was like, you shouldn't have told me that. Because I was like, what? <laughs> like, ain't a match. <laughs> that, those comments, I'm not so like. I don't really give a fuck about no, those. No, it's just when they get funny. a bit deeper, like But when, like, when you start like, you know, commenting on like family and when things get a bit like personal, yeah. I feel like if I see you, like then I'm not going to be like you're, someone that they think I should be, which is just like ignoring. I won't be like that. Crossing anymore. lines. Yeah. Like this is just genuine, like flat out human, like basic human lines. Yeah. Like you don't treat other humans like that. But like we've got, we've got ones that we could like, I mean, I could go grab my phone and just like request that I just never opened. Yeah. But that you know, you lose a match at Futures, Chalies. Um, like, we got 
what's the other one the utrs at the moment now where like they're all you know universally you can bet on them like they're yeah. 365 whatever i'm not sure what they they use in that regard but we lose a match we win a match when we're not supposed to win also yeah blow, blowing up our phone seven message requests or whatever like 17 message requests you know, threaten our families, hoping that we, you know, get sick with certain different, yeah, you know, fun. diseases and stuff. And it's like, bro, like, like, just let me like live my life. Like, and yeah, obviously, like, brutal, you know, bro. you're on a, like a stage five time magnitude times a million. But well, it's just like, like you even got to face that as you're even coming up too. <laughs> but that's the thing that just goes back. That's not normal for a human to do with that. Like, I, we can check it every day and read it and like not really care about it but subconsciously you're absorbing all these words and they just beat you down bro like they just beat you down yeah and it's just not good nah so it's just fuck you to anyone that said that you know what I mean like, <laughs> but like the thing like, is like people like I think I guess back to social media but like you're probably not coming up to someone in person and saying like all that racial stuff and like I hope you die or whatever like that's probably not happening in person 99% of the time but on social media it's so easy to just send a message behind a fake account like yeah so much for that. It's sad, but it's sad, like but unfortunately these days, we, we just got to be better. Stop it. We just got to be better. But their missus are still coming up for photos. Shout out the gram, baby. <laughs> what, the, 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 the what, sorry? All their missus are still asking for photos. I'm just like, wow. I'm just like, oh my God. Yo, I'll take that selfie with you, baby. <laughs> Where you at uh, later though? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's gold. Lads, pretty happy with where we're at here. I feel like we've kind of found like a nice little, you know, like... Nice little just calm lull. Just kind of end the, uh, you know, sign off on the episode. Still very new to this. So we're still trying to find our way, I feel like. Getting pretty comfy though. Getting pretty comfy. I feel like, we, you know, we've got, some, we've got some areas that we're going to work on, but getting pretty comfy with it. How, how'd you feel, Frost? How'd you feel? Not bad. My mum said I was super awkward in the last one. So <laughs> shout out mum. Thanks I don't, so much. I don't, think our par- I don't think our parents have too much, you know, my mum my, my ripped the hell out of me. Like, I was just like, <laughs> really? Well, yeah. She was like, you're not doing this. You're doing that. You're like, oh, too much this, too much that. I'm like, did you enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> you, my mum's like, Oh, the media takes it the wrong way. Obviously. I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> no, but at least that was like when, when we were, when we were leaving like, the house. She's like, have fun. And I'm like, yeah, we yeah. will. <laughs> you should watch how the media takes it. Shut <laughs> up. Nah, I, at the end of the day, we're, we're just here for a good time. We just hope people can enjoy the ride with us. Um, make sure at the end of the day, you guys are giving us five-star rating across the platforms, following, subscribing on YouTube. You've got to hit that sub button, baby. Show it some love and, uh, you know, we'll keep these episodes rolling uh, on out. See you later, guys. Episode four. Thanks, guys. Coming at you soon, baby. See you soon. Peace.